Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Well, welcome to the Lovability Podcast. I'm here today with Sidekick Brad. What's up, Lovability? And we, that was kind of weak, Brad, but okay. Uh, okay, now it's okay. No, that's well, all right. If you got don't got no, what's up, Lovability? Well, I'm just trying to get my mind around this next topic <laughs> and try not to get myself in trouble. Well, so the, yeah, I know we, we have a slippery slope here at times with, uh, with topics, but we really wanted to chat about dating people with children uh, because it happens at all ages. I mean, it, 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 it does. It I really mean, it's does. A gam- it's a wide gamut now. Different challenges yeah. at different ages, yeah. right? And then, so there's two two pieces to that, in, in, in my opinion. There's the age of the person dating that might have kids, and then there's the age of the kids. And it it it's a challenge. It can become um, a red flag for some people, and it can become a difficult situation for others. So I think it's a it's a serious topic, I think. Well, I can say as a matchmaker, one of the things I see is people dismissing. They won't even date people if they then have, that. <laughs> you know, certain age children. How do you find somebody in our, you know, the 35 plus without children at all? Like at all? No, no kids. I have really? no kids. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, we exist. That's true. Um, it wasn't my choice, but uh, but yes, I, I had stepkids at one point, but I never had biological children, so I don't have kids. Uh, however, having said that, see, there's so many dynamics to this. There's so, a lot. So there would be people that would dismiss me because I don't have children and they want to date somebody that's had children that has that experience because they have kids. maybe. Yeah. And they want that motherly nurturing, you know, person. However, and I get that because there are some people that have never been around children or raised children that wouldn't get that. Although I had nephews and nieces that I was, that I raised when they were young and I had stepchildren for many years. So I did raise kids. Yeah. Uh, So I'm one of those people that would be, that would be different if somebody just looked at the fact that I had zero children of my own. Right. Uh, but, but, uh, but I do always tell those people. So there's some people that say I would not date somebody that didn't have kids. Well, guess what? That person that doesn't have kids, here's the benefit. Number one, if they like kids and they have a rapport with kids and, and can actually tolerate them and get along with them and enjoy being with them, uh, and are able to interact with them like it's natural. Number one, they have no they have no baggage. I was about to say their schedule's open. <laughs> yeah, because the thing with people that have children is there unless that spouse the other spouse has passed away, that for the most part that other party is always going to be attached to mom or dad of the children. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've got kids. You there. You you have a great relationship with the mother of your children. Yep, she's absolutely. remarried. It's perfectly healthy. You may not love her all the time and all her decisions, but you all put up a united front. You co-parent beautifully. Yep, and you don't ha- have. And to, that was from day one. Yeah, you don't have so. to love her if you still loved her. You'd be married to her. Right. Right. So, uh, but then there's these people that have bad divorces, and it's. Ugly. Yeah, Nobody can, wants to be in a relationship. It can be rough, and yeah. I've I've been there too on the on the outside of that, and that makes it tough too. 
where I there's a really say, rough relationship. All you people that are judging for children, you should be what you should be doing is looking at the ex situation and seeing yes. how healthy or unhealthy that is. Yep. Because if that's unhealthy and there's animosity or fighting or anything drama going on there, then it's your life is miserable. Yeah. Absolutely miserable. So you have to look at the ex to see that relationship. Kids, it all depends on the parents and yes. how they're raised. Well, they always say that if you want to look at uh the type of person you might be dating, watch their kids. Oh. And that's a pretty good sign of the character and the values of the parents if you just watch the kids. Even and I'm talking about even little ones. Yeah. I mean, you know, not not infants or anything, but like if they're four and five and six years old, you'll get a good You'll get a good crystal ball into the life. Yeah, of just that go person. to the store and look yes. around and watch these parents that are shopping and their kids are screaming bloody murder. Try and a restaurant. Just, yeah, and they're completely <laughs> ignoring them. And you're like, mm -hmm. you're disturbing my peace. Dude. They're stuck on the iPad or the. Yeah, phone, let, let me fix that. The babysitter. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but, but having said that, I think it's also that person's relationship with their children because. If somebody has raised their children right and raised their children with values and 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 has healthy boundaries and has uh, the guilt portion of the divorce is in a, a natural good place because there are some people and Brad, you and I have talked about it and yours isn't out of guilt because like when you have your son, you're 100% committed to your son. Yes. Right. Um, and that's a great thing. And anybody that doesn't respect that on the nights that you have your son, that you're not going to get a sitter for him, that you're going to be there for him. If somebody doesn't respect that, you don't need to be with them. Right. Yeah. And, and that's typically one of the first few like, Oh, well we can go out this night or that night. And I'm like, ah, I can't do that. I got my son. I got my, right. I call him the boy. Yeah. So you have a barometer right away. If she yeah. doesn't respect that yeah. and that's a value to you that you raise your son, right. And you're there for him and available for him and she doesn't support it. Bye-bye. And vice versa, other way around sure. too, as well. Uh, uh, well, yes and no. Right. But there are extreme cases where it seems like, like in my case at this point, He's 14. He's a freshman. He's, you know, he's going to be going into his sophomore year in the fall. Yeah. I have no issue telling him, hey, you know, there's frozen pizza. Don't burn the house down. I'll be, I'll see you in a couple hours. Right. Right. I have no issue doing that now. When he was seven, I wouldn't have done that. You still, you know? you're still so, though, I mean, respectfully, you still would rather be with him than be out on a date. Well, sure, he's my buddy that. now. I know. Yeah, he's turned into, I mean, like we do everything together. Yeah, we and that's, and you know what, you lose that time so fast. Yeah, and I know so in a few quickly. years he's, you know. Uh, not even a few, try yeah. one. So, yeah, you can forget it. You know. So, so. But what I was, my, I guess my point was is that there's also the opposite of, of that, which is, or or an extreme version of that, which is, oh, oh no, that whole weekend's booked because my kids are home. Right. Or that whole week is done because so-and-so's. I, I had a client that dated a guy and literally it was exactly, not only did they not see each other when he had his kids and his kids were older, yeah. like I want to say 12 and 15 or something. Yeah. yeah. So uh, pretty much self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. But listen to this. He wouldn't even call her. He wouldn't even pick up the phone, call her or text her when he had his kids. He didn't take. I don't understand that. Oh, Unless he's trying to hide it. No, he's not trying to hide it. Not at all. Oh, okay. uh -uh. As a matter of fact, um, 
she was not allowed in the house. So if she ever uh, came over, she had to drop him off at the door. She couldn't even go in the house. Like she was wow. restricted. <laughs> it was, it was, it was utterly ridiculous. Yeah. It really well, was. Well, I can get, you know, when it's first starting or relationship is, is, is growing or building, you know, trying to keep some of that away from the kids. Like I do that. I don't, I don't let him know my business. It's not his business. I 100% you know? respect that. Yeah. But you can send a text message or make, if you have to make a phone call, you know, there's some point yeah. in the day, you know. Well, it's funny because we'll be in the truck. You know, my truck has the whole thing where it connects. And oh, all yeah, that, the you know, like, like everybody does. So Awkward. when a text message comes in, oh. it goes, you know, and it tells you who texted it. And he'll just look at me. And I just don't ever, I just keep driving. Uh -huh. He never asked one thing. Uh -huh. Now, hey, Dad, who's that? Yeah. That's none you. <laughs> That's who it is. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, until until I feel like I want to introduce those two. Uh, yeah, no, then I, it won't be any of their business. Too many people, you know, we, I was talking about this with a friend of mine, uh, you know, they, they, they introduce all their boyfriends or girlfriends, you know, to their kids. And by the time, well, first of all, what are you teaching your kids, yep. you know, about relationships? If there's one in one out and there's constant, like the doors constantly revolving, what are you teaching them and showing them and modeling to them? Uh, and the other is, you know, how much are they going to value you and the other person? You know, let's just say you're like, let's just say you do fall in love, you know, and that is your person, you know, and then they're looking, they're like, well, he had, or she had 20 other before you. So, yep. you know, she's not going to stick around or he's not going to stick around. You got to think about this and plus the permanency because children don't have all the stuff that we have and they do get attached you know, they sure. do get attached to you. So, you know, you can't cycle different women or men in your life. No, that that doesn't that doesn't do any good because they're all sitting around going, well, who's the who's the item of the week now? You know, well, who's on special? And, but, and it can mess up your relationship with your kids. But here's the deal, because I think too many people parent out of guilt, whether it's moms or dads, especially with divorce situations, like that guy that I talked about, the extreme, can't call, can't text, massive guilt from his divorce yeah, and doesn't want to take anything away from healthy. his kids. Yeah. What he's doing is not healthy to his kids because his kids should see at some point because he's been, he was in a relationship for a year and a half and never introduced to the, Yeah, that's not healthy. Yeah. So, uh, so your kids want to see you happy. They want to see you happy. They want to see you happy. They want you to be happy. And, you know, and my personal experience is, is with my two is that, um, they're not going to stand in the way of that. Right. They may voice their opinions because mine are a little older now, so they have no problem telling dad, you know, the, the boots she wore the other day looked awful or whatever it is. But, um, and you have to take that for what it is. And if it's more valuable than where you think you're going, then you have to assess that. So that's what I wanted to get into you with a little bit about because you, you have lots of stories. But like, what do you advise your clients or people out there in, in the dating world, you know, uh, about dating with or without kids? Like, I'm guessing people with kids tend to not have a problem with it, or do so you see the opposite? Here's the trend that I'm seeing that I think is so interesting, and it's women and men, although men are more open to it than women. So women that are in their, I would say, 40s, 50s, late 40s, 50s that have children that are growing up. Right. Even if they're 15 or 16. Yeah, they're getting there in high school probably, yeah. most likely. These women don't want to date men that have 
children under the age of, I'd say, 12. Okay. For a general rule, I'd say 12. But not, you don't see that with guys in the same Not as much. Uh, guys guys are more usually open. more open to it unless two things. Unless they have multiple children under the age of 12. Yeah. But that's the trend is that, you know, everybody's becoming, and I don't want to say selfish because I, I get that these women have raised their children. I didn't do that. So it doesn't, that doesn't bother me. So I don't get it as much because I, do I, do I want screaming babies? Oh my God, no. Right. Heck no. Do I yep. want screaming babies? But somebody who has good, good children that have raised their children well, and they've got good natured, well-mannered children, um, healthy boundaries. I'm fine. I'm great. Cause guess what? Your life's better. People, you know, anybody that's sure. had kids, your it, life's it's better. It's an additional element. Yeah. I mean, it is great. I can see like a lot of women and men when they get older and they've raised their kids are like, I want to travel now. I want my independence. I want the freedom. I, I want my freedom. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I can respect that. I certainly yeah. can because Brad, I did not raise children like that. I just yeah. not a slave to children for 18, 19, 20 years. But you know, my mom raised five kids, five kids. And when my brother, my little brother went off to college. My mom actually considered in vitro to have more kids because she loved kids that much. Yeah. She was, she yeah. know, she just very maternal. Yeah. Just wanted more kids. And some women are built that way. And I guess I come from that. So I find it weird that some women just are like, no, it's me time. You know, well, yeah. if that's the man that you love, then it's, family time. Like maybe you need to wait a few more years to sure. have the man that you love. Yeah. Or uh, do uh, find a different dating, uh, you know, element, if you will find that guy that has the older kid or, you know, whatever it is that you well, need to do. A, what so. if it's, you're dismissing a perfectly amazing guy or a perfectly amazing connection potentially because they have younger kids. What if he's the guy for you and you just have to wait a few more years or God's calling you to raise another child for a few more years. Guess what? Get over yourself. I get that. But it is when you get to a point um, and I can speak are you there? when I can speak from experience when they are that 12, 13, 14, 15, and they do start to become self-sufficient. It's more of a management role, yeah. right? So, Hey, pick up this put your clothes that get the, you know, and you're let help me dry the dishes. Hopefully, You know, that kind of, you're in this kind of, and you're talking about what do you want to do with the rest of your life? And I can get where someone who has dealt with the, the junior high drama or the elementary school problems or all the things that goes with that environment to say, I don't want to go through that anymore. I'm kind of tired. I want it to be, my person and the older kids, because the other dynamic is, you know, you have a 13 or 14 year old and you're bringing a six year old into the environment. Now we're creating a family dynamic that's going to stir things up as well. That's hard. You know? and, that, and it's, that would it's be another, difficult. That it's would be hard. another benefit people you know? that have children of dating people that don't have children, you know, and that goes for guys or girls. If women, you have children and a guy doesn't, I mean, he's not bringing, you don't have to blend a family and blend children. Yeah, and, and again, with my personal experience, it was tough for a few years it's um, tough. when, when my kids were going through some shit, if you will. Uh, with the blended family and we got through it and you know and and it's fine now but it's it's something that I understand when people say 
that's a little scary for me. I, I get where they're coming from. Yeah. I, I get it. Both on male and female side. Yeah. The blended families, the blended families are hard. Uh, but if you've got grown children and somebody's got younger children, I would say don't just dis, don't dismiss them just because of, you know, maybe they decided to get married later in life. Usually what is, is the thing. And yeah. They end up usually having, career oriented or have, whatever. I have clients some guys that are in their fifties, like late fifties that have younger children because they had a younger wife and boy, that's difficult. I mean, it's amazing how many women will dismiss an amazing guy because he has two darling boys. Those boys are. I, I think you have to, it's back to your personal assessment that you always talk about when you sit down and do your self-assessment and you get your list together and you write down your wants and your needs and, and all the things we've talked about previously on the podcast. I think that's where you have to make that decision as to are you open to dating someone with kids? And if the answer is yes, then I think you should, in just my personal opinion, I think you should put parameters around that if you feel like, because the other thing is, is it's not fair to go a year down the road with that person and then say, you know what, I thought I can handle this and I can't. Because yeah. that's not fair to them either. Then now True. you're, because now you're not only. Co- quote unquote shattering or hurting someone's heart yeah. that you were in love with or are loving, but now you've got one, two, three others that now they're going to dad or mom and going, what happened? Exactly. I don't understand. I'm only five. Where, where's, where's Bobo or whatever, you know, Bobo. you know, where's, <laughs> well, I want my buddy back to used to play, you know? Yeah. And, and so I get that too. So, um, I must live in Alabama, Bobo. Bobo. Uh, so, um, so, uh, and you're absolutely right. And you know, that whole thing with blended families too, you don't take into account too, that how one person raises their children, how another person raises their children could be completely different. And like, like for example, perfect example, you and your ex-wife have different viewpoints on how to raise the children and things to do. So then you're dealing with multiple dynamics. There's a lot of dynamics with that. So you have to take into account, not the kids as much as the person, you know, the human and the ex behind it and that relationship and how they parent and what their beliefs are and your values and how you raise your children. And back to the whole raising your children with guilt, um, raising your children with guilt, that's going to, if somebody is raising their children with guilt, you can bet that, and maybe you're a stricter parent or you have boundaries and structure for your kids. You can bet that's probably not going to jive very well. Right. And you'll yeah. see that pretty quick. I can tell yeah. you that too oh, yeah. from personal experience. Oh, yeah. You want, you know, once the introduction has been made and there's interaction with your your person and their children or child or whatever, and and you'll see real quick the differences in parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Oh yeah. And you have to have, you have to be willing to have those conversations. And, and I, I've had those conversations. Well, or walk away. yeah, but if you're, but like you're talking about, if you're, if you're making the effort and trying to make something work and you really feel like this person may be that person, then, you know, the, the deal is after that, you know, I, and I've done it is you just go and say, now, listen, I just want to make sure I understand what your principles are when it be, because I wouldn't let my child talk to me that way. Right. So am I allowed to step in? Am I allowed to step in the next time that happens and say, don't talk to your mom that way? Or why do you let her or him do that? And what are some of the things, you know? And you have to have that because you've clearly been here before. Yeah. Yeah. So oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. So and that, that is tough too, because, you know, for being a man in this, you're expected to be a disciplinarian, you know, in the household and the family. And that is your role. And it was your role, you know, when you were yeah, married for sure. And yet now you're coming in and there are plenty of women that say, you can't tell my kid what to do. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you have to ask. Yeah. And then at the same time, then if the answer is no, I don't want you to do that. Right. Uh -huh. Whether that's man or female, then you have to step back and say, if you're willing to continue in that system, then. Right. If you're willing to sit around and watch those dynamics occur and it drive you crazy, right? No, mom, I'm not going to do that. And she just, oh, now just not do that. When you want to thump them on the head, whether you can allow, you know, if you're going to put up with that. I will say this, and I am a strong proponent of this. If you have met somebody that you really like and you can't deal with a relationship that they have with their children or they have an unhealthy relationship with their children, you should go get some counseling about it right away because all that has to happen is that parent has to step up and be the parent and change that relationship sometimes, change how they're treating or, you know, change what they're doing. Uh, because some of that stuff can be unhealthy, especially parenting with guilt and all that other stuff. A lot of those patterns are unhealthy and they're not good for, it's not good for the relationship and it's not good for the child. No, that's I mean, letting children get away with about. everything because you're parenting out of guilt or yeah. oh, showing that children that I, you know, I'm going to put you before everything else in life is all, you know, there's so many there's so many points to, to do. And yeah. you know what? I'm going to say this because you said it earlier and I want to stress that point and bring it home because it's super important. Your children want to see you happy. So if you do like somebody and you're, you do feel pretty certain about them, you know, and allow your children to see you in as a healthy relationship, allow your children to see you in that healthy relationship because- yes. You know, and, and I say this, I dated somebody back and, and he didn't want to let go. His daughters were, oh God, they're amazing girls. Love them so much. Um, I love them still to this day. They were amazing girls, but he, um, they wanted him, they were overprotective of him, completely overprotective yeah, of him. They have to let go too. And they had to let go. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as he gave them permission and said, look, I really, I finally met somebody I really love and she's good to me and she makes me happy. They completely let go and started living their life. They actually matured and became young ladies instead sure. of, instead of grown, growing up kids that were, should have been off having a good time and meeting right. boys. You know what I mean? Yep. Instead they were taking care of him. So it's like at some point you got to let go and let your kid have a life as well. Right. Yeah, it works both ways. They it have does. to let you have a life and you have to let them have a little bit of a life. You know, again, we're, we're talking about older kids, yes. you know, high school kids hey, and above. I will say so. too, do you know how many, how many girls and boys, but a lot of boys when their parents divorced, when they were young, ended up taking care of the family or their mother being emotionally responsible. Yeah. And guess what? That affects them later in life, too. Sure does. That's not your children's job yeah. to take care of you. Right? I used to think, you know, I used to think, oh, my kids aren't going to be affected by this. They were little and all this. It affects them. We're, yeah. we're dream, you're in a dream world if you don't think yeah. a life-changing event like that doesn't affect their outlook on it. Everything. Well, their Brad, own relationships, their future relationships. I'm going to give you kudos, though, so. because you are always willing to have honest, open. I mean, you have 
you have good morals and values, but you're always willing to have that conversation with your kids, but they know who's in charge. They always know who's in charge. And it's not that you, when you go to them with these conversations about things, you're not going asking for their permission for things. You're going and talking no, no, to no, them. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's what people. But they, no, well that, I think one of the things, and, and again, in my personal experience, I've seen it with, um, you know, in all aspects of my life, family, friends, persons I've dated, et cetera. But um, you can't be your kids' friends. You just can't. And I, I'm sorry if that offends some people, but it's just the way it is. They still have to see you as their parent. You can be their buddy. You can do a tremendous amount of things with them. Lord knows I do with my son. But he knows who's in charge. And it's you don't have to be an ass about it, you know. You don't have to be an ass. Just just be the parent. Right. Um, you know, and sometimes that means, like, you know, thumps them on the head and saying, why did you do this the way you did it when you could have done it this way and it would have been better and you would have made a better grade or blah, blah, blah whatever right. the case may be. But I think, you know, I think it's, um, and again, all that will showcase in those first few meetings with your significant person or the person you're dating. So do you think there's ever an age where you can become friends with your parent? My personal belief is, um, no, I've always just respected my parents more than that, than for them to, to see them as my friend. Um, do we hang out and have good times and all that? Yes, I agree with that. I just, I, I would never see my, my mom or dad as my friend. They're my mom and dad. So I'm going to say this. You know? So, you know, I, uh, but that's just my personal thing. Yeah. I, I, it's an interesting, it's, it's one of those interesting points because I, I will say, I think that society has moved to a place where I know when I was in college and, you know, like my friends were rushing sororities, I never did, but they were rushing, like moms did not come down to rush, you know, it was, it was, we went to college and we handled things on our own and we did it's not have our moms growing up, but yeah, we did not have our moms coming down for rush and for football games. Our parents left us alone. My parents brought me groceries, but for the most part, they left us alone. We were, we raised ourselves, but yet we're seeing this trend with, especially with moms. Oh, it's, it's out there a right. Lot. And they're taking their kids to school and they're going to football games and they're out drinking with their daughters, you know, and sons. That's the part that kills me is I see a lot of single moms with kids in college over the drinking age and they're going and like, quote unquote, partying with them. Oh, my them. God. And I'm sorry. I, it just me again, my personal. I know the daughter's in the back of her head going, oh, my God, would you please just leave? I want to be with my friends. I want to do the stupid shit you did. Right. And I can't. And That's you're here. That's what we said. You know, our parents threw us in the car for a four-hour drive to college or seven or ten, and we're like, call Bye -bye. me when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bye -bye. You know? And we grew up. Yeah, exactly. And, and we grew up. And, exactly. And, and that could explain why so many kids today aren't growing up. Exactly. Yeah, you know, but that's... Uh, but I would never... I have told my daughter once, I said, well, I took her out on her 21st birthday, bought her her first official drink, I think. But I have told her once that I want to come down to her college thing, take her out one night, right? And it's going to be for like an hour because there's a specific thing. I don't want to go into the details, but there's a specific thing that they do at her college and our university. And I want to do that. And I want to pat her on the back and give her a hug and I want to leave. Right. 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 I'm not going to I would never go hang out with my kids in a 
bar. party or bar or restaurant. That's what of. they're doing. Fathers? I, I just How about fathers hanging it. out with their daughters and their daughters' friends drinking and buying them shots? Oh, God. Now, see, now, if you're doing that, like, once, like, maybe that's their 21st birthday and you want to just, hey, I want to be there for it. I kind of get that because I've got a friend of mine that did that. But he's not going down every weekend to go hang out. I mean, the only reason a guy would do that is to hang out with his daughter's friends. I, right? <laughs> Probably. I'm like, seriously. I know a guy that, I know a couple guys that do that. Of course, they hang out together. Um, but but the the daughters and their friends come to meet them at the bars because they will buy them drinks and get them wasted. The dads. Yeah. Yeah, that's, see, to me, that's it's, weird. It's I so, just, I would never so creepy. Do that. So creepy. Yeah, I would never do that. And yeah. it's even worse if it's a mom doing that with the boys. Oh, yeah. But, but the thing is, is that these people, these parents don't realize, like, your children need to look up to you. They need to respect you. They need, they need you to be their parent because there's times that even though they're seem grown up, there's times they're going to need you. They don't need a friend. They need a parent. They got plenty of friends. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so you've got to let go of them at some point. Yep. You've got to let go and have a healthy relationship and boundary so with them. So what are some quick tips or some some parameters or some things that those of us that have kids and are in the dating world, most likely dating people with kids, and to, you know, most of the time, what are some like little quick tips you can give to some folks out there to say these are some things that we need to think about before going down that road? Well, I think that mainly the things, because it doesn't matter, different age groups have different set of circumstances. Kids in their 20s might easily be able to find somebody else in their 20s that have no kids. Right. However, as you start to get up into the 30s, there may be somebody that was in their 20s that was married, that's divorced, that has young children. Yep. It can happen. So once you pass the 25, 30 mark, chances are somebody that's, you know, divorced is going to have children. So you've got, you've got to figure out, number one, if they have children, am I willing to raise somebody else's children? And if I want my own children, are they willing to have children with me? That's a big one. It's a big one. Because there's a lot of people out there with a couple, maybe one young child and they want more. Yeah. And these women, that these younger women that are hitting on older guys, they need to look and say, okay, I'm 30 and that guy's 50 and he's got grown children, but I want my own children. So do I want a grandpa for my to raise my kids? So when kids? he graduates college, he'll be 68. Yeah. Do I want yeah. a grandpa to raise my kids? Yeah. Or do I and do I want to to have children when there's grown children in you know? And is this person fertile? Can he can he or she <laughs> still have children? You know? Hey bud, I need you to go to the clinic. Right? Because <laughs> there could be difficulty. Let's check your Easy. count. It's it's it is a I fact. No, I understand. It is well, a fact. okay. So let me t let me ask you another thing. Do you find in people that you've coached and stuff and talked to that it's the age of kids that tends to be a roadblock, or is it the number of kids? All. Or is it a combo? Because I could see where someone who, let's say, you know, my age group, 45 to 50 is dating someone, you know, 40, 35, 40 or whatever, and maybe they have two kids going into high school, right? That would probably not be a big deal, but versus 
same age with maybe four kids. Right. One in high school, one in junior high, or two one in elementary, elementary or two in elementary, whatever it is. So, but you're you're saying that most of the time it's either or, or it's a combo, or it could be any of the above. Because like in that kind of situation, then a guy's got to look at okay, I'm going to be with a girl who's got kids, whether they're in elementary school, middle school, or high school. Right. What is the financial situation of the woman? What is the financial situation of the ex-husband? Is there child support? Who's paying for cars, college? I mean, and that can go for women too, because I know it came up in my marriage with my stepkids, you right. know? Uh, and it's a shame we have to think like that, but that's just, it's kind of just the world it, it is. I mean, is you true. have to, ultimately, you still have to protect your heart. Well, you also you have know. to be open to it because if, you know, if a woman was with a guy and he was not, and I've heard this, I've heard this story a lot of times where the guy's not willing to pay for college for her kids. She's right. responsible or whatever that is. You know, you've got to talk about those things before they become a problem. So, you know, kids, there's a lot of questions and a lot of things people need to look at. So what's important to you? What are you willing to put up with? What are you not again? Yeah. And, and then make your decisions from there because there's, Everybody brings baggage into the relationship, whether you have kids or not. I don't think oh, yeah. I don't think kids are baggage, yep. to be Everybody honest. Everybody has a closet. But but the circumstances around anybody's history, children, no children, ex-husbands, ex-wives, no ex-husbands, ex-wives, history is history. You've yep. got to look at somebody's history and make a decision based on that person, right? And and T D Jakes used a funny analogy one time. He had all these he had all these um SUVs lined up under a, 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 a canopy. And he was talking about the different types of SUVs and SUVs. And he's like, Oh, isn't that a pretty one? Looky here. Got the shiny, got the gold package, got all the bells and whistles you need. And he flipped up in the back and there was all these bags and trash and it was falling down. He goes, but you forgot to look in the trunk, <laughs> you know, all yeah. that baggage. Yeah. So, because I think the other thing is, is, and, and again, from, from some of the experiences I've had, there's some, there's some tough situations out there. Um, you know, I've, I've known not dated, but I've known single moms with five kids. I've known single moms with four kids, um, and, and bad relationship, bad divorce, fighting in court, and and it's tough. And as a man who was potentially looking at that as a person to date or whatever, sometimes it's hard to walk away because you feel you do you feel a little guilt. You're like, well, I could help her and I could help the kids, and but you have to walk away because you can't. You have to think about it. You have to think about it in your situation. And I am I willing to bring all of that into my family? Yeah, because all that, that drama and all that to, stuff. It sounds sad. It's all yours. But it does have to be the perfect person. Yeah. So, you know, and you know what, Brad? You're 100% right. It's tough. Yeah. You know how many times I've wanted to, like, wring somebody's neck, guys, sorry, where, you know, they'll be like, well, I don't know what happened, you know, and how I ended up in this mess. Well, let's look at it this way. You've been with a woman. She's got... Uh, four different children, all of them from different men. Yeah. Yet you thought you were going to be different. You were the one. Yeah. I mean, for goodness <laughs> And that's sense. how we think. <laughs> God. I mean, and, and it's amazing. You got that. And that was to my point, like with the whole T.D. Jakes in the trunk. Some people just aren't willing to unpack it. They're right. not willing to look at it. You've got yep. to be willing to look at what you don't want to look at. Ask the questions and be willing to look at 
the situation for what it is and then make a decision. And also look at the person because there are times when you do need to make a judgment call. And I'm sorry if one of you ladies out there has multiple children from multiple men and here we are. But you know what? A man should look at that and question you. You should look at that and question you. Sure. Right? I mean, if, if we're going to be honest. I yeah. mean, right. We, all, we don't bullshit around on no, Love Billy. No, we don't, do so. we? But, you know, you got to look at yourself and, and who, who I would caution anybody, man or woman, getting into a relationship like that with somebody yeah. that that has been willing to bring all these multiple things into their lifestyle and situation. Yeah. I always feel sorry for those kids. But uh, but but well, and that's why I wanted to bring that up, because ultimately you hit the, the the nail on the head when you said, and be willing to make that decision. Yeah. And the other piece is, and be okay with it. Yeah. It's okay to protect your heart and your family if you feel like that scenario is not going to work. And protect That's your peace. okay. And protect your peace. Because, you know, it's okay. Because you deserve peace and you your family deserves peace. And especially if you have children, it's your job to protect them. That's right. Just protect them from situations right. like that and people like that. So, yeah. All right. Ran- the rant over. That that. That was an interesting, this interesting subject for me. I think it's going to be interesting for a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people experiencing that. We may even want to do another one later on with the panel or by something all because means, it's tough. Yeah, by all means, I would love for you all to submit questions. Uh, Dear Jen at lovegen.com. If anybody has any specific questions about this, because there are so many different scenarios, uh, shoot over some questions uh, to us so that we can, uh, we can, as Brad says, unpack those. There you go. There you go. Have a good day. See you later, everybody. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com. Or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.